Kia ora, I'm Erin Keem and you're listening to Conversations About Closets with my closest thousand friends. I started this project to get me through a gloomy Seattle winter, which was hitting me hard. The thing is, I love women. Why not showcase them? Why not call women I've never met, have our first conversation, record it and turn it into a podcast? So that's what I did. I didn't edit, I still don't. Some days I'm on fire, some days not so much, and sometimes I even forgot to ask questions about closets. But all my guests are amazing. Listen up, get to know them, you'll be glad you did. If you want to be a guest on my show, go to erinkeem.com. I'd love to meet you. Aroha for listening. Here's today's episode. Me Rhodes. Hello. Hi, I love the fact that this is the first time we've ever had a conversation and I'm recording it. <laughs> I've been thinking about that and how funny that is. <laughs> I mean, what, what a great way to meet women. What a great way to have an excuse to meet women. What a gorgeous podcast. What, and, and I love your intention behind it. It's so brilliant. So brilliant. Thank you. And I want to say thank you for your website. I was feeling a bit wound up and just reading what's on your website started to calm me down because you offer yoga life coaching and you really do, as you promise, you help people to find their Zen again. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. It is my great love. <laughs> well, I was definitely starting to get into the Zen mode. There was at least a little bit of a Z going on. <laughs> Did you get to the retreats part? I've just loaded my Hawaii yes. retreat. Yes, yes, it's on my list because, but we can absolutely start off with there because I'm going to quote you, there is hope on the horizon. Will you tell us all about Hawaii? Yes, indeed. So I've been planning a yoga retreat on Hawaii for two years. I, I meant to do it in uh, 2020, which for obvious reasons, we had to reschedule. And then I was meant to do it again this year in April. But the place that I chose to do it, it was a hard, it was hard to find. It was on Kauai, which is a really small island, and they don't have retreat um, facilities there. So I found like the perfect house. But then um, the house, the woman who owns the house decided to shut it down, because she couldn't keep it going during the pandemic. And so that, then I kind of parked it. I was like, okay, well, we're, we, I won't have a retreat in Hawaii. That's fine. But then February in Seattle hit and I went, wait a minute, I need to go to, I need to go to Hawaii. Let's do this retreat. So I found a new, a new location on the big Island, which is stunning. And it's an actual retreat center. So it's, it's totally kitted out. All the amenities are there and it overlooks this gorgeous bay where dolphin, literally dolphins, spinner dolphins play in this bay and you can swim with them. And I am just so excited to be able to put it out there and offer this up as, as hope on the horizon for 2022. Um, because by that point, we will be well clear of all of the dangers around this pandemic. And Hawaii is doing it right anyway. I mean, Hawaii is really doing it right. Their numbers are really low and they have really great um, sort of practices and policies around how to keep people safe. So I'm feeling so good about it and I'm so jazzed and I'm so glad you saw my my video. I, I literally loaded it on my website two nights ago. And that morning I woke up, I was just bursting with excitement that this is gonna happen. So anyway, thank you for um thank you for watching that. You were glowing. The the joy that was coming through your face, and I love Hawaii. I've got a 
floor-length picture of Hawaii on one of the walls of my office because uh, during the Seattle winter, it's just, it, it also offers a bit of hope. Uh, but yes. when, when exactly is the retreat? I don't think we named the dates. February 6th through the 12th. So it's uh, six nights, seven days in paradise. And people can book now, can't they? They can hold their space. They can hold their spot right now. Yep. Yep. The best place to do that would be your website, which is alignedyoga.net. That's correct. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. I want to I wanna zip back because I have so many questions to ask you. For a starter, you look about 22, which is interesting because you say on your, oh, you do in the videos. I mean, this is what yoga does for you. I'm mm-hmm. signing up for classes. But you say that you've been involved with yoga for two decades. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I, I started doing the physical practice of yoga for, for years. Um, I would say probably 15 years. It was, for me, very spiritual on the mat and very physical on the mat. And then off the mat, I, 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 I didn't quite know how to marry the two in my life, right? So I didn't know how to bring the spiritual piece off the mat into my life. So it was very separate for a really long time, yoga for me. And then, um, and then about 15 years ago, I kind of came up against like a big, uh, let's call it uh, an emotional collapse, right? I, I like to look on it now as an awakening because it's exactly what it was, an awakening. And it, it brought me to my knees at that point in my life and yoga saved me. That's when I realized, oh, those things that I've been practicing on the mat, I can enhance that and bring it into my daily uh, routine and sh- shift my perspective around around everything, how I see the world and how I see my life and how I see um, my role in my family. Even it was it was really amazing. So I I do um, I love to bring that w- into into my coaching programs. So I kind of blend the spiritual practices of yoga with personal development, life coaching. That's pretty much what I do. And I, I'm, I'm calling myself a self-care accountability coach because we all need a little accountability and we all need to know what self-care uh, can do for us, right? And we all need to know what the heck it is because for years I didn't know what it was, right? Before I had this sort of like emotional collapse, I, I didn't know what self-care meant. I was like, wait, does that mean like you get your hair done and you um, go get a massage and your nails, you know, like a manicure? And and actually, no, that stuff is all maintenance. Like <laughs> that's maintenance. Self-care is something much richer than that. And it doesn't have to cost money and it doesn't have to be something that you add to your to-do list. You, uh, you allude to the fact that yoga got you through tragedy yeah. and trauma. So now you can help other people get through that too. As you say, you're only one yoga class away from feeling better. Yeah, yeah. And I know at bringing you back to self-care accountability, I think you had a self-care accountability club. I do, yeah. Still- Thanks for asking about that. It starts actually uh, this Sunday evening. Yeah, so for five months, we'll work through the five pillars of self-care, which is mental, um, emotional, spiritual, physical, and social. And we'll just kind of see like where are we, where, which pillars are depleted. So each month will be a pillar, right? So the first month we kick off with the mental, mental health aspect of our self-care. Um, yeah, and I'm really excited. You'll get an accountability buddy, which is so helpful, right? We all need that. You know, how often do we say January 1st, we're going to go to the gym more or we're going to run more or we're going to 
you know, eat better. It's always easier when we have a buddy to do it with and hold each other accountable. Absolutely. Uh, also to remind us of our vision, to remind us of our goals, to remind us of the outcome that we want, um, to be a witness to that. So this is a wonderful, yeah, accountability is, I believe it's vital to actually getting us to where we want to be. Yeah. Uh, may I ask you, is this, all these things that you're talking about, is this why you caused your business aligned yoga? Yes. Yes. Because I feel like when you're living in integrity, you're living in alignment, right? So when you're living in integrity with your values and you're living in joy and you're living in abundance, you're living in alignment. And so obviously there's the physical alignment in yoga, right? In the practice and the asana or physical uh, practice of, of yoga, but then aligned with, with your, with your values, right? Aligned with your life, aligned with joy and aligned with, um, again, like your, uh, your hopes and your dreams, right? I think for a long time for me personally, I didn't know that I could dream. I was, I didn't, I wasn't part of a family lineage that allowed dreaming. And um, so I didn't know what it meant. Like I, I, I felt frivolous because that's what I was told that it was for so long, or at least that's how I embodied how I felt it about it. And so to live, to live, you know, in alignment is also being able to, to dream and about, you know, what you want to create, whether it's in your business, in your personal life, with your family, yeah, so yeah, that's such a great question. Yes, living in alignment, for sure. And also just coming back to the physical piece, right? Just our posture and how how our mind actually has this direct connection to how we hold ourselves. So what's going on in our head has a direct effect on our breath and has a direct effect on our posture. So, you know, when we, when we have those dark days where we feel really small and we're feeling like we're living in scarcity, notice your posture and those, notice your facial expression, right? Notice where your breath is when in times like that. Yeah. I was thinking how a friend of mine calls it congruent expression mm. and I want to bring all this to women's the way women present themselves to what they wear in alignment with integrity and their values and their dreams and their vision uh, so that we can we we can be who we are meant to be mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what may i ask you some questions because I, I don't know a lot about yoga you also teach at the Seattle Athletic Club. Are you still able to do virtual classes there? I haven't been doing virtual classes there, no. Um, they, they kind of cut their schedule back quite a lot. And so I'm not teaching there currently. My hope is to get back into my Sunday class uh, when they, you know, when we can open up fully again. But for right now, I'm not. I'm mostly teaching, um, I actually, I've, manifested this home studio where I have a beautiful yoga studio in my backyard now where I'm streaming my classes from. And I'm mostly with a, with a, um, a studio locally called Aditi, A-D-I-T-I, Aditi. Uh, and we, they're in Wallingford. We are, we have not opened the physical space back up in this round of, um, of pandemic quarantine, but we're planning to in the spring. But I, my hope is to continue to be able to stream classes here from my studio. And I have a whole bunch of programs lined up for when we can all come back and gather safely into my studio. 
I love that you manifested that. Is that what you call your home ritual? Uh, it is, yeah. It, it's you know what's funny about the name is that that name came to me two or three years ago, and because I it elicits this feeling of like the cozy and comfort and safety of home, and that feeling of being on retreat where you're like, oh, I can let go of everything. I'm on, I'm on retreat. So the combination of those two things was the feeling that I wanted this space to elicit, and and then the pandemic hit. And we are all home retreating. <laughs> so it's kind of like a confusing name now, I think, because people think, oh, home retreat, it's a retreat that I can do from my home because we're, we have a whole other idea now of what the concept of those two words together means now that we've been in quarantine for you know, a year. So it's funny because uh, on my website, people are like, wait, where's the retreat? Where's the, like, they're all looking for the retreat. <laughs> like, no, it's... <laughs> It's a feeling. <laughs> it's my space in my backyard and it's a feeling. <laughs> so yes, it is called home retreat. Um, and I've got, it's just lovely. It's exactly um, how I had envisioned it would be this feeling of indoor. I, I, I know you're, are you from Australia, Erin? No, New Zealand. New Zealand. Mm -hmm. And so I, I'm sure that you have, um, I'm sure you must miss that indoor outdoor feel of living that, that New Zealand offers. And I grew up in, in California where I had that feeling of indoor outdoor living where, and, and we don't have that as much here in Seattle. And so I really wanted to elicit that feeling again of indoor outdoor. So the studio is all one, one whole wall is um, these glass doors that are kind of accordion open um, as much as you want or need them too. And then there's a deck for overflow for yoga mats. And so we can expand when the weather gets nice and have more people in the space, but you're looking out, you're inside cozy and warm but, and looking out at, at the backyard. It's really lovely. To have that glow. New Zealand's actually doing really well in the terms of they have, they shut down really fast. So they're all living their best lives. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah. And and you're right it's summer there right now and you do leave the sliding doors open and you do flow out into uh we have we you you hear the cicadas you see the parakeets mm -hmm. there is a there is a tropical uh feel down there which which i do miss but may i ask what is a dt yoga so a dt what where does the word a dt so it's from? it's a goddess and uh, the studio owner, she started the she started the studio about ten years ago, and her name is Julie Morse. And she, um, yeah, she. So we started out on Stoneway in in Wallingford, and then two years ago moved into the Wallingford Center in um, in Wallingford, um, right on Forty Fifth. And uh, she she's her studio has been primarily known for pre and postnatal yoga. We're really great at that. We have really amazing teachers and I also teach pre and postnatal yoga as well. Um, yeah, so it's a, it's a beautiful place and there's two studios now too. So we're doing um, bar classes as well as yoga classes there. Yeah, she's, um, I think she's been in business 10 years now and I started with her maybe, she was maybe three years in. So I've been with, I've been with uh, the studio for a long time. Yeah, we offer lots of public classes and workshops and things. It's been hard. It's been really hard in the pandemic, though. I got to tell you, it's been really, it's been tricky. Um, I know a lot of studios have closed, um, sadly. Yeah, it's a really hard business model to to stay open when you have to pay the brick and mortar rent. 
and everything's online, you know. I was just going to say you had me at God. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, the th- and the thing is you, you do offer, you, you welcome the yoga, the yoga curious. Mm-hmm. So people that really don't know anything about yoga, you, you, you are uh, able to, to guide them through that. Yeah, I think for some people, you know, they have a lot of preconceived notions about yoga, like they can't do it for a, a various reasons, right? Like I'm not flexible enough or I can't sit still or, and, and, and all of those things don't matter. <laughs> you can still, you know, there's so much richness to yoga. I mean, it has eight limbs, right? So it's the physical aspect of yoga is just one out of the eight limbs of yoga. So there's so much more to yoga than just the physicality of it. So I always tell people, look, if you just come to a class and you don't even have to move if you don't want to, you can, you can literally lay there and just absorb, you know, the teachings, right. And breathe and you're doing yoga. So it's not really about whether or not you can form yourself into a pretzel or pop up into a headstand. It's to me, that's, it has nothing to do with that particularly it's it's much richer and deeper than that it's more about kind of really tuning into your body and and yourself and learning really truly who you are and coming to grips with all of all of it the good the bad the ugly right so oftentimes when we're in movement we're allowing some of the stuff that needs to be released out of our body like tension and anxiety and grief we're allowing it to move through us. And that's part of why I love yoga because you really, you know, you can intentionally move through difficult times and physically move through it in the practice. I have never heard yoga described in that way before. You really make it accessible. And I had no idea such a rich world existed within yoga. Uh, you have the most incredibly beautifully named packages. I know you you offer a free session so people can book a free 30-minute self-empowerment session mm-hmm. with you. Yep. And the, the packages, the names of the packages are just fantastic. Wellness Warrior. Guru you, super strength, prana pro, motivation, mojo. <laughs> motivation mojo is my favorite, right? Favorite. It's, it's, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. So that's, um, yeah. Thank you for seeing that. Those are my coaching packages. Yes. Why is motivation mojo your favorite? I see it's it, a deep That's why. Package. I, that's why, because I think so frequently, um, you know, we want the quick fix, obviously, right? Like we feel bad, but we want to feel better right away. And Motivation Mojo is stretched out over over the over six months time so that you really get to, to, to have a, a, a deep dive into what it is that you're working with, right? So um, I, I love it because it builds a relationship with, with yourself on such a deeper level than say like a four week package would. And my four week package is mostly specific to breath. And so that's not a great example, but yeah, Motivation Mojo is just, um, I think that it's just so juicy, right? Like you can really dive in and get to know yourself um, and get so much done, meaning um, 
you know, a lot of times we're, uh, well, people who come to me are, are obviously stuck, right? We're in this place, they're in this place of, they're not where they once were and they're not where they wanna be. So they're in this gap. And so we play in the gap and decide kind of where, what, what goals and dreams they have and how we're going to get there, right? How we can switch our perspective around some things. And oftentimes it's a mindset shift around lots of things, especially those automatic negative thoughts that come up for all of us that keep us small and that keep us stuck. So we do a lot of work around that. And um, some of the self-care work that I really love to do in, in my Motivation Mojo and the Wellness Warrior Package, actually, uh, particularly the Wellness Warrior Package is, reimagining self-care, like what it, what it actually means, right? And diving into those five pillars that I was talking about in the self-care accountability club, and really looking at what you already do in your daily life that you love and that nourishes you. And then how could we even shift our perspective around that thing that we do that nourishes us or that feeds our soul and bring more intention to it and more mindfulness to it, right? We just kind of like up the ante on your self-care and it's something that you are already doing, right? So it doesn't cost you anymore. It doesn't, it's not like you're adding something new to the to-do list. So I love, I love that. I love helping reframe what self-care even means because it's such a buzzword. And I think it's gotten a lot of, uh, I don't know, it's just been bandied about <laughs> a lot. And I wish there were a better term for self-care. But um, for that, we don't really have one. I tried to call it personal care for a while and that just doesn't sound right. People don't know what it is. But yeah, the, 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 the deep dive I love um, because it's really truly building relationship with yourself in such, on such a deep level um, and tuning into what's really true for you. And then the, the Wellness Warrior Package I also adore because it's all about reimagining, you know, I love the fact that you've reclaimed self-care. I was telling a friend the other day that having an hour away from her children and doing a target run does not come Thank you. Thank you, Erin. You're so right. It so doesn't. It so doesn't. I mean, I remember, I remember when my kids were little and I didn't know what self-care even meant, but I just knew I needed to go to the hair salon and get my hair, you know, cut and uh, I, I would I would extend that appointment as long as I possibly could because I was just like I needed self care so desperately and didn't know how to get it and so that for me was you know like this self care moment where I tried to stretch it out um, for like three hours you know but but really with you know I, like I said before like getting your hair done and getting a massage is really it's maintenance right that is just maintenance that's basic maintenance. Exactly. Uh, so is uh, walking the dog. I mean, ha going to the bathroom, mm -hmm. having a shower, uh, being able to have maybe a nap. These are all maintenance. Yeah. This, 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 this really, uh, when you do have children, especially since a lot of my, you know, my friends are yeah. having homeschool. So the time that they may have been able to carve out for themselves, they just don't have that options. And even getting your hair done or getting a manicure or a pedicure is a lot more complicated. It sure is. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, one of the things... I love Sorry, the go ahead. That you offer. No, I was going to say, I love the way that you offer a way to reconnect with genuine Yeah, emotions. and I, I'm a huge believer in your morning routine. And 
uh, I, a lot of my clients that I work with, we, we carve out a half an hour. Of, um, sorry, we, I ask a lot of my clients to wake up a half an hour earlier than they normally would because that can set the tone for the rest of your day. And if you wake up that half hour earlier or even 15 minutes, you can start with just 15 minutes and be really intentional about that contemplative time that you spend with yourself, setting an intention for your day, not looking at your phone, not looking at news, not taking care of everybody else, but just taking care of yourself and having that be your non-negotiable time that is just for you, that's quiet and still, and that can charge you up and give, create an intention for the rest of your day. And I'm just such a huge believer that your morning routine really matters. I mean, it sort of sets the tone for the rest of the 23 hours that we're awake, you know, or not awake, but for the rest of the 23 hours before we do it all again the next day. So I have this PDF that I offer. Um, and I'm not, I'm not sure I sent you the link, but it's the master your morning PDF. And it's just a, it's a sample of what your morning could look like. Um, and I used to, I used to sort of bristle at, what, what to me felt like rigidity around routine and ritual and habit. And now I've come to recognize that actually that is exactly what feeds our soul is this ability to, to create rituals for ourselves that nourish us. It's so beautiful. And when they happen at the same time every day, like, uh, um, like this morning routine that, I'm, that I always recommend to my clients, um, it really does, it's a, it's a game changer. It really shifts shifts how we feel about ourselves and shifts how we how we approach our day i know the mornings when i stretch when i breathe uh there is such yeah. a difference uh the pdf how do people get the pdf can they get it through your website should they email you because that sounds did so i send you the link it's a funny little link it's a little bitly link I will go back and I'll double check and I'll put okay. it in the show notes. Perfect. And I can't oh, wait to read it. Thank you. I I am going to head off on a completely tangent. Though though I really am so relaxed and just ugh, at one with uh, the flow at the moment, but I really want to know about those earrings <laughs> that look like somebody created a chandelier out of curtain tassels that you are wearing on Facebook <laughs> aren't those great I, I thought you'd like those yeah you're such a fashionista I I, I wondered if you were if you were uh, if you'd seen that video yeah um those earrings were given to me by my cousin Alyssa and she's in New York and they're called Calypso and I'm gonna I'm gonna find I'm gonna find this for you I'm gonna find where you can get them because they come in all different colors. And I chose yellow because yellow is the color of the, uh, the third chakra, which is our um, solar plexus in yoga. It's the energy center around our solar plexus. So that space below your heart and above your navel. And it's like your power center, right? It's, it's where your courage lives. It's where self-confidence is born. It's where your self-esteem resides. It's also where anxiety and digestive stuff live, right? So I'm a huge fan of tapping into that. It's like your own sunshine, right? Your own internal sunshine. So I'm gonna try and find the link so that I can share that. And Calypso earrings and yes. yellow. And uh, yellow Calypso is- uh, 
we can all do with a little bit yeah, of extra so Stella and Ruby.com. That's the that's where I got them from. Stella and Ruby. Yeah. Thank you so much, Stella and Ruby.com. Jenny, thank you so much for helping us find calm and mm. chaos. Uh, it really is such a beautiful gift that you're giving people. I really appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate you. And I'm so Me glad too. we got you. It's so fun. <laughs> Thank you so much. I am all about manifesting and mindset and abundance, and I'm so pleased. Yay. I'd love to reconnect at another time as well. It's so fun. Me too. Thank you so much. I look Excellent. forward to Bye. Bye.